Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. We're back. Hey, what's up? But Pirates. What's up? It's your boy Cody. We're back for the NBA pod. It's about damn time. <laughs> season it started time. Season started last night, but we're, we're, call, we're calling this technically the, the start of this season tonight. Even though your boys did play last night, though, didn't they? That's right. That's right. Got a win. Big win. But a somber win, kind of, though. Yeah. Uh, pr- prayers up to Gordon Hayward. Uh, gruesome yeah. injury. Kind of, kind of dampened the mood last night, but uh, everyone seemed pretty erect today for uh, a nice like eight game slate. So um, NBA is firing up, ready to roll. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna run down uh, some of the league landscape, talk about uh, all the trades and free agency that happened here, and then give our Eastern and Western Conference picks, different awards picks. Yep. Uh, and then go over some league pass stuff and minutia. <laughs> and then uh, maybe talk a little China Boy or two. Oh, yeah. And then some random stuff, some jizz time, you know, just standard NBA pod. <laughs> Sound good? Sounds great. Let's get it started. All right. Well, um, you know, kind of overarching theme of the league, I feel like right now, is Golden State's still number one by a mile, right? Seem like it. Um, but a lot of teams did some very cool things to... Yeah. Get gear better. up and try to get better and give them a run for their money. Uh, CP3 was traded to Houston for Pat Bev and Decker and some picks and some other people. PG to OKC, Mello to OKC, Kyrie to Boston, uh, my boy D'Angelo Russell to Brooklyn, Jimmy Buckets to Minnesota. Yep. Uh, some free agency movement, Hayward to Boston, RIP. Um, oh, JJ God. Redick to the process. <laughs> Millsap to Denver, a couple other cool ones. Booker, what was your favorite off-season acquisition and why? Um, yeah, just to kind of, um, just to kind of hop off of what you said there. I just kind of said everyone is in the arms race to beat the Warriors. I mean, I, I kind of said it seems like everyone wants to contend within the next like five years. It's kind of like an accelerated process. You could argue maybe like the Nets, Hawks, Suns are in more of like a long-term total rebuild but it seems like most most teams this summer made deals to try to just win now and win within the next five or so years i actually had two co-runners up for favorite off-season acquisition uh, i'll start with co-runner up jj Redick to the 76ers you already touched on that wow. um, it'll just be fun to see all those young guys out there and jj Redick just letting it fly he shot and well in just, the preseason too. I think like fourteen to sixteen from three point range. He's a sniper. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's gonna be good to see him in a different uh, scenery there. Get him out of uh, the Clippers and all that. So that was co runner up number one. Co runner up number two. I had the trio of George Hill, Zach Randolph, and Vince Carter all going to the Kings. <laughs> Just kind of interested to see how uh, those old sacks combine with all the youth they have out there. Um, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hild, Willie Cauley-Stein, Harry Giles when he gets healthy, Justin Jackson, uh, and uh, Dave Yeager coaching him up. I think that'll be Sacramento. Doesn't get a lot of love a lot of times, but I like those three old sacks going out there. 
Uh, that'll be good to see. And then I had my favorite was just CP3 to the Rockets, which you already kind of touched on. Yeah, I mean, CP3 would definitely be interesting. Uh, looked pretty good last night, even though he was playing on one leg per Mike D'Antoni. Um, <laughs> music, who did you like? What was your favorite offseason acquisition? Um, I liked the CP3 as well. I think it would be interesting to watch those two play together. Hopefully when uh, CP gets his other leg back on, it's interesting to see how they're going to how they're going to play since Harden's so ball dominant as at least last year it really was so yeah. we'll see that's that's one I liked a lot very nice um, I think you guys could probably guess my favorite offseason acquisition Melo? Uh, no I said PG actually ah. I think he's the better fit with Russ I mean obviously I'm very erect that Melo's there too but he's going to play D just like KD did back in the day. He's awesome catch and shoot, even though he didn't get do it too much with the Pacers. Uh, they also got off Depot's contract. They didn't give up any picks. I mean, Sam Presti's a wizard. So love that acquisition. Maybe PG can actually become the person that he was supposed to be in Indy was the Scottie Pippen. We just never got, obviously got the other guy here for him. But, like, you know, he's long. He can lock up. He used to lock up, and he hasn't done it in a while, but I want to see him do it this year. I mean, him and Robertson on the wings, hopefully both can lock some people up. So it should be should be awesome to watch him play. Um, get into Eastern Conference picks. Yeah. Music, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Who's your kind of like last couple in, and then who do you, ha- who do you like uh, coming out of the conference in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, well, I mean, I probably had the Celtics yesterday. I guess I still like them. Um, I still like them, uh, even without Hayward. Uh, Kyrie is just—he's unreal with the ball. Um, yeah, I like some of their other. I love Tatum. Uh, he reaffirmed that for me a little bit last night, just seeing some highlights. And I really like Jalen Brown too. Uh, I love his uh-huh. love his hair. Um, it's just a nice high box top. <laughs> Um, he wears, you know, <laughs> slightly short shorts. They're not like, they're not crazy, but um, yeah, I like them. I still like the C's. You mentioned the uh, high box top and the short shorts. Do you like a high box in short shorts? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh, I, I do. Uh, I do have to agree with Jalen Brown. Um, honestly, I, I hate to say it, but it might be better for the Celtics in the long run. They're probably not going to win the title this year, but if they can get Tatum and Brown this much, this many more reps right. without Hayward, and then Hayward's the guy where you can you know, fit him seamlessly back in next year, uh, and that can make them that much tougher going forward. So, Luke, what about you, man? Plus, I love Brad Stevens. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, uh, right, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was exactly what I was thinking after Hayward went down. It's like, it just kind of thrusts these younger guys uh, to step up and 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 compete and contend. And obviously, just seeing what they did in the second half last night, um, you know, they just are going to come out and play with a lot of heart and hustle and and grit and stuff that you typically see from a Brad Stevens team. Marcus Smart is just an emotional leader out there. And yeah. now, I mean, the ball's in Kyrie's court. Just it's exactly what he wanted. He wanted to be the the man, the guy, right. the leader. And now he's going to have to lead all those guys and i still think they're gonna win because the east is pretty weak um and but i think it'll take some time for them to kind of get adjusted and acclimated together but i think the i think the wizards uh are up there i don't know how the Cavs. i think they're gonna kind of coast they do have a lot more depth this year which is nice and we'll touch on this a little bit later but you know <laughs> you'll have your standard top four Wiz, raptors 
I also threw in the Bucks, the Heat, the Hornets, and the 76ers to make the uh, to make the playoffs. Sixers, I think your Brooklyn's going to be the worst. Yeah, yeah, Sixers last team in. I I'm hoping for the uh, Nets to just struggle all year long, so the Cavs uh, <laughs> pick that they scooped in the Kyrie trade looks that much better. Uh, ups, um, You're like the so new Bill Simmons. Go- yeah. Yep. And uh, so I have Cavs Wiz in the East Conference Finals, and the Cavs Ooh. move on. Shocker special there from yeah. Booger. Um, I, too, have the Cavs moving on. I'm still picking them over Boston. Um, I'm not going to bet against LeBron until I actually see him lose one. My last two teams in in the East, Detroit and Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Uh, so just nudging the Sixers out. I still think it's tough with all those young guys. Uh, I think they're a year away or so. Uh, I think it's do or die for old Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond. So um, I think Charlotte probably would have been a lock, but that Batum injury hurts them a little bit. So now they got to go to Dwayne Bacon and Malik Monk. But Eastern Conference <laughs> overall is just not that great. Uh, Western Conference, on the other hand, is very good. I'll start first here. Denver and Portland are my last two teams in. Uh, I think that top four in the West, you've got Golden State, Oklahoma City, Houston, San Antonio. Like They're locked in there, and there's kind of a big drop. And then you've got... A lot of teams there, like maybe six or seven, fighting for those last four. Um, I like Denver and Portland to get in. I like New Orleans and Utah to be on the outs uh, just outside. So I guess the Clippers would also be in the playoffs in this picture. Um, I like Golden State over Oklahoma City in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I think everyone's probably going to pick Oklahoma, or, uh, Golden State, but um, be interesting to see who they actually get matched up with because I think any of the Houston, San Antonio, or Oklahoma City could be a formidable opponent for them in the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm similar. I had uh, Portland and Denver, my last two in. T-Wolves in there as the number five. Yeah. I actually have the Jet, and I think the Clippers are going to struggle this year. Blake, I don't know. I'm just t- so tired of the Clippers, so I hope they fucking lose and suck. Um, <laughs> Are you still tired yeah, of them? They kind of, you know, mess with their roster. They got Milos now, who's throwing sick passes and stuff. They yeah, got, uh, they got Gallinari, who's pretty jizz. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired of the Doc. Just Doc and, and Blake, Blake do it for you. It's fair. DeAndre, I think DeAndre would would fit like in a lot of other places. He could be utilized better. I mean, same could probably be said for Blake too. But he just always seems to be hurt. I don't know. I'm just kind of over their narrative so i hope they i hope they whiff on the playoffs you like steve Ballmer on the uh, the (laughs) sidelines though going nuts going nuts yeah (laughs) he likes to rise Mm -hmm. but yeah i had that warriors thunder in the finals as well uh with the warriors moving on this year very nice Mm -hmm. uh i had warriors thunder as well all right um, yeah, I had uh, Cavs actually winning the East, even though I talked about Boston. But my last, one of my last teams in for uh, West is the Jazz. The West is, I mean, it's completely loaded. We've talked about it. I like Ricky Rubio there, um, and I love Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert. I think they just they're just gonna play D, and yeah, I like I like the rookie. What the heck's his name? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's super wet. And they yeah. still got guys who can yeah. just good ball players. You got ISO Joe. You've got Joe Jingles. Angles. Yeah, love Jingles. Uh, so yeah, uh-huh. Utah's tough for sure. Um, I'll be interested to see how Rubio fits in there. Uh, who's your finals pick? Uh, I had Cavs. I actually had the Cavs beating the Warriors in six. Really? Yeah. All right. I think it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Woo! I think they split. Then they they go one more, and then LeBron's done. I like it. 
Book, who you got in the finals? Or who's your pick for the finals? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cavs Warriors again. I obviously I'm gonna be rooting and pulling for the Cavs, but I just I just don't think they've done quite enough. And I mean, I think Rosillo made the point last night watching that game. Five minutes into the, uh, the Warriors, it's like they're moving the ball and they're playing together like better than most teams will reach all year. And they're five minutes into the season. It's like those guys have another year under their belt and just all perennial all stars all around. They got defense, they got they got depth, and they can just make it rain all night. And beating them four t- four games out of seven is going to be so damn tough. So I'm hope what I'm hoping for obviously is that they face some pretty tough competition. And it wasn't a cakewalk like they've had the past couple years getting to the finals. Yep. So maybe they're a little more banged up and a little more worn out. And, you know, obviously it's kind of unprecedented for teams to meet this many times consecutively. So yeah. with as much turnover as the Cavs have had, I feel like they've, they've got a lot of guys in there with championship DNA, but haven't necessarily made the long haul three consecutive years like the Warriors core has. So I'm hoping maybe they'll get a little a little worn out, a little worn down. And, you know, maybe with these adjustments that the Cavs have made here, they're more of a, you know, they're not quite as a three-point shooting team and spread the ball out. They're more of like an interior drive, kick, and and that sort of thing. So, obviously, I'll be hoping and rooting for the Cavs, Cavs in seven. Very nice. Well, I'll, I'll take the dubs. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the dubs in six. But I think it'll be a uh, good series. I love seeing D-Way and LeBron back together. So, um, will be awesome to see those two teams go at it again. So before the playoffs, uh, I guess they don't even say them before the playoffs now because they're all all the awards are announced after at their right. big award show, which is not that cool, I didn't think. Um, so let's, you want to go through some awards right now? MVP, Cody, who you got? I got Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's my MVP. I think the Spurs are going to win a lot of games. He doesn't have uh, a big number two to take a lot of his stats. I mean, Aldridge, but he's kind of old. I think the (laughs) Harden-Russ thing, like statistical anomaly last year, and they're not going to put it. They both got a lot of help, uh, and they're not going to put up quite as big of numbers. Um, I think LeBron is going to be up there in the competition again. But, you know, I just don't think the Cavs are going to care enough to win as many games for the regular season MVP. Um, so I got Kawhi over um, over LeBron with uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo as a uh, third place. <laughs> Love Giannis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did pick LeBron. It's his deepest. Is this his deepest team ever, you think? I think so. Uh, definitely by name recognition. Right. Yeah, I mean, I question them, you know, taking games off. Uh, anytime that they're within a, you know, a two-hour flight of Miami, I think those guys are taking off uh, a couple games. Um, hey, we're not making that trip to San Antonio. Uh, we're going to be staying in Miami after the long trip. Could see that happening multiple times this year. But sure, whether he wins it or not, he, I think he still is the the best all-around player. And when IT comes back healthy uh, around Christmas, I just think it's going to make him that much better. I agree. Uh, I also had LeBron James. I feel like this might be the last year for him to win it. Uh, like Booker said, some of those statistical anomalies, uh, Russ and Harden, they added some guys who will take away from their stats. Uh, KD and Steph will still split, so it seems like it's kind of a two-man race between LeBron and Kawhi. 
Um, but I think, you know, maybe this is the last time for LeBron to win it. So we'll go with LeBron on that one. Uh, defense, defensive player of the year, music, who you got? Day Day. Nice. <laughs> he can, you know, he's one of the only guys you can guard, maybe other than Kawhi, the only guy that can maybe guard all five spots. He's just a junkyard dog. Uh, he's the heart and soul of Golden State, and I think he gets the repeat of Defensive Player of the Year. I also had Draymond Green for all of those reasons. Booker. I have. I actually picked Rudy Gobert as my Defensive Player of the Year. Going to get a ton of blocks, and assuming he stays healthy, I can say that about all these guys, but I think he's going to get a lot of blocks, and I guess... I don't know. It's it'll be. I got him. I got. I had uh, Draymond second for all the reasons you guys listed. But you know, I don't know. It just. I guess kind of tough to win Defensive Player of the Year back to back years and just continually bring it every single night. But he finds a way, so I'm sure he'll probably take it down. But just to go against the grain, I went Rudy Gobert. I like it. I like it. Uh, rookie of the Year, Booker. You said you had three rookies in your DFS lineup tonight, so I'll let you <laughs> lead this one off. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, my pick for Rookie of the Year, I feel like probably you guys might feel the same way. I'm going Lonzo Ball. Oh. Uh, Ball so hard. He, he's got the spotlight out in L.A. I think he might even average a double-double in points and assists, depending on how well his teammates pan out and make shots and stuff. But I think I think it'll be – I think Lonzo will take it down. Just He just seems to just have that, that it factor that everyone's kind of talking about, no matter how much you hate his dad. Um, or love his I, dad. I took, uh, yeah, or love his dad. True. And then I took Den- Dennis Smith Jr. second because he's just gonna put up a ton of points. Yeah. Uh, and then De'Aaron Fox out in Sacktown as third. I love, I love the Kings. I love De'Aaron Fox. He looks good. You're, uh, I think uh, Kings might be your favorite league pass team when we get to there, yeah. dog, isn't it? Uh, Possibly. I love tuned. all those. I love all those guys too. But yeah. I think it's gonna be Ben Simmons. He got to sit and watch the NBA for a year, um, so I, he has that advantage. I mean, he seems like he can do it all, uh, except shoot. I think he's going to be the point guard on offense, and he's going to be guarding bigs on the other end. So that, uh, I think he's just going to show his versatility, and hopefully the guy can shoot one day. Yeah, uh-huh. that would be nice. Uh, I, too, picked Ben Simmons for those reasons. Uh, he's just so versatile. Uh, he's going to get, you know, six, seven rebounds, six, seven assists, you know, 12, 15 points. So just a nice stat line every night. I think Jay, or Jason Tatum looks real good. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to get a lot more run now. Uh, he might not have been in my top three had we recorded this a couple of days ago, but he is now. And then uh, Dark Horse, the preseason all-star, uh, future MVP for the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Looking real nice. <laughs> Uh, he had a good summer. Yeah, he had a great summer. This guy, uh, who I'm going to pick next for Sixth Man of the Year, had a good summer. I watched some of his rehab videos on Instagram. My main man, Rudy Gay of the Gay Spurs. Mm-hmm. Ha! Gay! Uh, he's going to be coming off the bench for a 50-win squad. Uh, Pop's going to keep him rested and healthy. In 30 games last year, he averaged 18-7-3. and uh, I think he can, you know, put up those type of numbers off the bench, but on a winning squad, maybe people will respect him more and appreciate him more. So I'm going with Rudy Gay. Um, wow, that's a great pick. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I thought really hard about going back, back to back for my boy EJ, but uh, for for IUBB, but I decided to go with Lou Williams. They're basically replacing him with Crawford, who everyone 
wasn't really that great last year, but still got votes for six man because he stays uh, white hot. But I can see him doing. You know, Lou Williams does the same thing. I think he just is able to get buckets like Jamal used to probably. But yeah. I like Lou Williams. He gets buckets, and I think he's the sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep, Lou Will. That's a good pick. Uh, I actually took. And I think I took him last year. Can maybe check the tape on it, but I'm pretty sure I took him last year. I'm going with Will Barton, Denver Nuggets again. <laughs> he's going to come off the bench, same role. He's uh, an improved shooter, um, and everything I'm hearing out of him is he's, he's going to come out and ball out off the bench. Sixth man of the year, Will Barton, Nuggets. I had Lou Williams as, as a second, and then actually put third just because he said it. Uh, Tristan Thompson, although I don't think he he might not even end up coming off the bench the whole year, so we'll see. But Will Barton Nugs, six man of the year. Will the thrill, very nice. Most improved, Booker. Who you got? My most improved. I had a hard time picking this. It was between two guys. I actually ended up going with Dennis Schroeder, the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really the only he's really the only legit player uh, Atlanta has. I think in a point guard here driven league, he's going to put up a lot of stats and just try to carry that team, shoulder the load there. The other guy I was choosing between was D'Angelo Russell, who I was watching some of that Pacer game today. It looked like he got off to a pretty hot start, but Schroeder, I'm going with most improved. Very nice. I had Jalen Brown. After seeing one game, I was sold, man. Uh, He looks bigger, stronger, faster, more confident, uh, et cetera, et cetera. His usage was up to uh, 29% usage rate last night, which was up like 13 points from last year. And uh, he played 40 minutes, so I think he's definitely in line to be improved. Also like Gary Harris to make a leap. Mm. Mm. He got yep. paid too, didn't he? Yes, he did. Kind of like CJ McCollum got paid a couple years ago and then yeah. got most improved. So For mine, I go I go at Clint Capella. Nice. Um, I think wow. I think CP3 turns him into DeAndre. He can do everything that DeAndre can do. So uh, that's what I'm going with. I think they throw, you know, obviously lots of lobs to him and run that pick and roll with the big fella. Throw it up there and let him go get it. Same problem uh, as DeAndre, though. If the guy can make free throws, I mean... He needs to be able to stay on the court uh, there in the la- you know in crunch time. So can't make free throws. Probably can't stay on the court. But I like Clint Capella. I like that pick. That is uh, a little under the radar, but I dig it. Yeah. Uh, you know who else I dig is my coach of the year, Billy D. Oh, Billy D. Uh, chomp, chomp. Yeah, he's got the boys now uh, to make it happen. I think he'll finish second in the West. I don't think they're going to give it to Steve Kerr. I don't think they're going to give it to Lou. Is Lou really a good coach, though? Right, that's kind of the thing. So I think Billy D, because he's going to finish second in the West, wins it by default. That's a good pick. I had uh, Billy D as my third. Um, actually, going a little bit off the map, and I'm going with Scott Brooks with the Wiz. Oh. Um, I think with the Celts taking a step back and the Cavs not really caring, I think they might even be able to sneak a one seed, wow. uh, if not the two seed. So uh, Scott, Scotty Brooks and, and Billy D's third, just for good measure, I had Tibbs as uh, as the uh, second place. I had Tibbs as my number one. Uh, I think we all were on him last year, and I think he needed his guy. He got his guy Jimmy Butler, and I think that's a big reason. they get, And he also got his guy Todd. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say his guy Todd Gibson. Yeah. But... I think they have enough to get done. They got Crawford, who I just talked kind of bash, but he still gets buckets here and there. And Pike Red Devil himself, Jeff Teague. I kind of liked him here last year, but I think it's a good move there in uh, Minnesota. 
Definitely. Tibbs. Yeah. Uh, they'll, be, they'll be a team to watch for sure. Uh, uh-huh. Team to watch is on League Pass. Booker, other than the Cavs, who's your favorite League Pass team? Favorite League Pass team this year, I'm probably going to have to say just the Timberwolves. Uh, music just hit on a lot of the stuff. Uh, but they're sick new unis. And mm-hmm. uh, I just think I think, uh, I think that's going to be a pleasure to watch. I also actually wrote down favorite League Pass team slash uh, I just got 2K18 uh, a couple weeks ago. So favorite 2K18 team to play with so far. I enjoy playing with the Greek Freak and the Bucks so long. Uh, and he's he's so good in that game. Um, so League Pass team, T-Pups. And the Kings. Dark Horse. West Coast team, Kings. <laughs> yep. What's the word on Jabari? He's still he's injured. Still- like what, come back December-ish, right? I think so. Yeah. I like, I like watching them a lot too. Oh, yeah. I went Rockets. Uh, I talked on it earlier. You know, I just want to see the CP3 and Harden, how how they end up playing together and going down jacking all those threes uh, like D'Antoni does. And my East Coast, Eastern Conference, I guess I should say, is the Sixers. Love Embiid. Hope he can stay healthy. Uh, like like Sarich a lot. Homie. Right. And Ben Simmons. Yeah. And JJ, so. and uh, let alone the number number one pick, yeah, Markel Fultz. Sixers were my Eastern Conference team as well. Uh, very excited to see them, and like you said, the integration of JJ Redick I think makes them that much cooler. Uh, Rashawn Holmes was uh, pretty oh, yeah. good in some DFS last year. Oh, yeah. I think he was injured uh, start the season here, but uh, he's always a little underrated. Uh, then the West Coast, I like the Suns. They're gonna be fun you never know when Devin Booker is gonna erupt Eric Bledsoe is still super good and super underrated um, yeah I don't know he might get traded at some point like him and then we'll see what Josh Jackson does uh, Marquise Chris the dragon bender mm-hmm. all those guys so uh, I like the Suns for the late night crowd mm-hmm. what Zach Lowe does his league pass rankings he ranks all the teams in watchability and yeah. uh court design announcers all those type of things uh so a team that you think is too high or too low in zach lowe's league pass ratings i had memphis as too high i think he had him at 17 yeah they kind of lose their identity with zebo and now they're retiring his jersey tony allen uh, the grind father right i just don't know <laughs> i mean i i love mike conley marcus all's top five big guy in the league but after that i mean they got your boy Chandy, but I don't know other than that. Chandy will play like 30 games. Right. Uh, I, I had a couple. Uh, one one that was too low was the Pacers in last place. I think I'd still rather watch the Pacers than the Bulls, and maybe that's just me being a homer. But the Bulls are going to be terrible. Yeah. So I'd rather at least watch Miles Turner and Depot. And then yeah. one that's too high, and I'm, you know, one of the bigger members of Boogie Fan Club, but there's still no way the Pelicans are six most fun to watch in the league. Uh, AD is awesome and Boogie's awesome, but I don't need to watch Rondo and Tony Allen not play any offense. Solo Hill can suck one, so <laughs> just not into the Pellies in general. <laughs> that's a great call. I actually, well, I have too high on the list. I have the Clippers at number 12. I think they're overrated. Uh, no Chris Paul. <laughs> Bob City. Hate Doc. Uh, yeah, fuck him. Doc is douche. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, I also had, uh, contrarian to you guys, I had the 76ers uh, at rank number 5. A little bit overrated. I mean, yeah, I think they're going to be excited and fun to watch and beat all the rookies, all that shit, but 
it's still the Sixers. There's going to be a lot of turnovers, probably some ugly basketball. And number five is too too high. Um, so basically, basically what I, I heard had, that what I heard there is that you're not trusting the process. <laughs> no, I trust the process. I trust it, but I just think it's going to be kind of ugly. And you know, I just, number five, number five in the league. It's, come on, give me a break with that. That's what I have to say. Yeah, they, I mean. They'll probably still be sloppy with the ball and turn it over a lot, but yes, I mean that that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, oh. I actually, well, I don't know if you were gonna hit on this next, but too low uh, or underrated. I have the Wiz, the Wiz kids at number 15, bit underrated. John Wall probably maybe second most exciting player to watch behind Ru- uh, Russ in terms of just explosiveness and what he can do. You know, and just their starting five in general is pretty nasty. And you never know, there's always a chance you can see 90 in the stands. Right. <laughs> Uh, that's a perfect call. Very, I, I had, very good. I had uh, I had the Wizards as well, and I do love getting those snaps of ninety with the with the John Wall jersey on yeah. going to the games. And, uh. <laughs> and I love when he dunks lefty, of course. But who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, the nasty one tonight was pretty sick. He's so good. So John Wall's that star that we all love to watch. But uh, who's a player like a non-star slash rookie guy that you find yourself drawn to or watching uh, more often than not on League Pass? Book, who you got? Go for me? Yeah. Um, well, I actually, for this part, I put down, I, I, I guess I just kind of ignored the non-star slash rookie part, and I put down Kyrie. <laughs> I'm going to tune into Kyrie. He's just going to put up, even more so now that Hayward's down, um, he's just going to try to ball out, get buckets, lead that team, and I'm just going to really see what uh, this is, because uh, I always respected Kyrie when he was with the Cavs, and this move was kind of, it was unprecedented. No one's ever bailed on LeBron or just requested a trade. I think it it had a lot to do with LeBron, but it had uh, to do with other things as well. Maybe just Cleveland, the city, um, wanted to get in a bigger market, that sort of thing. Which is fine. Like I don't, I don't, I don't blame for that. That's I respect that. That's fine. Didn't um, he call Boston like a real sports city? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and that, I mean, I think it was kind of taken a little bit out of context uh, from what he was explaining. He might have just been trying to cover his tracks on it. But again, I just I'm gonna be excited to tune into him to see. You know, he's the man now. This is his team. This is what he wanted. You know, the the, the keys to the kingdom, so so to speak. So we'll see. I'll be excited to tune into him, even though he is technically a star. So yeah, I think uh, best little guy finisher maybe of all time as well. Love, oh, love yeah. watching him drive to the bucket. I think my guys used to be a star. He's an aging star, uh, but Dirk. I like just. I always flip over, see, catch a few minutes of the Mavs, and just watch him do that. That step back in your face. He's seven feet tall, and nobody can guard him. Yeah, it's so smooth. Uh, Dirk was actually on my list. I had, a, I said I had a soft spot for the old sacks. Yeah, uh, Dirk, Vince Carter, and ISO Joe. Ooh, yeah. They've still got their moves. And the, I mean, and, yeah. And it, you know, brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> coming off the screen. Gets the pass, shot clock at seven. Nowitzki against Turkulis, backs in, falling away, puts it up, banks it in! Oh, what a tough shot from Nowitzki! And the Mavericks take a two-point lead with 5.9. So, love watching them. Uh, also love watching Goran Dragic. Uh, he's kind of a little herky, but he's always moving. Uh, great passer. Uh, it seems like he's always attacking. Um, so, when he's driving, dishing out to D-Waiters, um, 
you know, James Johnson is trailing. Uh, it's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. One other guy, and maybe this is why I like the Sixers more, uh, Rocco, Robert Covington. Oh, yeah. He's all over the floor as well and has great energy. Uh, and he actually plays a lot better when Embiid's off the floor. His usage was up two points after the All-Star break once Embiid was out for good. Uh, his points per game were up five points and his rebounds were up one and a half. So even when Embiid's off the floor, I know he's a big draw for the Sixers. Covington kind of picks it up and still makes it fun to watch. But now we're going to go to music's favorite part of the podcast. It's the China Boy Corner. The China Boys. Uh, what's your number one China Boy that you need for this year? Music. Um, well, let's see. There's a lot, there's, I know. There's so many. Especially, we'll get into those the, the alternates, but... I really liked the PG-13, OKC, the new, the, like the alternative, I guess. Yeah. The colorway, just, I love it. Um, it's got kind of like the orange ripples in yeah. there and the navy. It's the best yeah. Oklahoma City jersey by far. Oh, yeah. The other ones that I, that I liked too, was I guess it was an alternative as well, was the, the Golden State, the town, because yeah. they always do the city. And they got that cool tree. Yeah. Who would you know. get if you got Golden State? Uh, I like Clay. I'm a big Clay guy, so Clay. Did you see that guy in the uh -huh. sand yesterday? That looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen videos of him uh, on YouTube. He like goes up to people like on uh, like in on playgrounds and whatnot. It's hilarious. People think it's actually him, but he's like five nine or something. Yeah. He's not obviously he's not six 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 or whatever. No, but yeah, he was funny. Um, I like both of those choices for the jersey. My number one is that I need is also an Oklahoma City alternate, but it's mellow. Mm. Uh, I already had Cree order me that uh, PG OKC oh, China yeah. boy right after the trade, so uh, I figure I get the alternate for mellow. Yeah. Book, what about you, man? Yeah, I. Uh, uh, this is kind of piggybacking on our next point here about the Nike alternate jerseys, but uh, I think the Greek Freak uh, Bucks all black with the de just the deer on the front. No, oh, that is cool. Uh, I think that would be pretty nasty to get. But I can just go ahead and skip on to the next point with the fave Nike, uh, Nike alternate jerseys. We already hit on some of them. Um, I love that black uh, Bucks black one. The Trailblazers all red look pretty sweet, uh, as well as the uh, 76ers all red with the cursive uh, Sixers across, and then uh, also the uh, the Cavaliers black alternate with the with the black C look pretty pretty nice as well. I like those, especially that uh, that Portland one's real nice. For I guess the 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 alternate jersey that I really would have to get is T pups. Uh, they just like the they they look like the Seahawks to me. So I like it. I like that color. I was wondering also why did the Celtics uh, send Shane Larkin as their representative to model? <laughs> I didn't even know Shane Larkin was on their team, let alone in the league. In the still. league, yeah. Well, maybe that's why they sent just to get him some notoriety. They were actually my next point. The <laughs> alternate that I disliked. I just don't think there's even a, a need for the Celtics to have an alternate jersey. They're so yeah, classic. Right. Um, so no need for black one. Um, but I, I, I do like the black PHX uh, for Phoenix. Ooh. I like the black BKLYN for Brooklyn. And uh, all the Kings jerseys, Booker, mm -hmm. looks super wet. <laughs> yeah, they do look nice. I like the, I like the, uh, I might get a purple fox. That looks pretty good. I'd really get probably any Kings player except for fucking George Hill. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Indeed. All right, we got a couple like random 
points here um, before we kind of wrap up with some final thoughts uh, and talk about our favorite teams real quick. Yeah. So what is who do you think is a non-rookie, non-star that gets a fan base erect this year? Uh, I went with Rodney. I'm so hood. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I think he is a pretty good player. And without Hayward there, I think he's just going to be able to score a lot and uh, take nice passes from uh, my boy Rubio and just hammer lefty. I like hammer lefty dunks. Yep. What well, he averaged like 14 and a half last year. I think he can get to shit, close to 20 close probably, to 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat uh, with a scorer uh, and a lefty. Mm. who averaged 15.6 last year, and I think he can get to 20. D'Angelo Russell. Oh, yeah. Big year for him. I like Brooklyn this year quite a bit. Um, they got some wings, some guys that like to run. Our boy Karis LeVert, uh, RHJ. Um, but I think Russell's that guy who can really get that fan base going. Give him a little bit of hope after so many hopeless years. Mm-hmm. I like him, too. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. I, took, I uh, picked... Uh, uh, Jokic with the Nugs and Nurkic with the Blazers. Um, yeah. Just their passing and their the ability to run the pick and roll and just make plays out there. Uh, I think that's going to get Denver and Portland. Per- I mean, Portland's already wrecked with Dame Lillard and CJ, uh, but just adding that extra element with Nurkic is going to be pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. Biggest trade you want to see this year? I, I will go first on this one. I want to see Boogie get traded to the Wiz kids. John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, make it happen. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Wiz don't have a whole lot of depth to make that deal though, do they? I mean Yeah, but if they know Boogie's they gonna leave after leave after this year, just ship off Otto Porter and take him and Yeah. You know, get Boogie. Yeah. I don't know, it's a pipe dream, but I'd love to see those two back together again. I'm gonna steal yeah. one, but Boogie I heard uh Boogie uh, to the Cavs for the Brooklyn pick um, and somebody else I can't remember who it was but Boogie and the Cavs yeah I think it was I think it was Shumper and Channing Fry and the Brooklyn pick to the Pelicans for Boogie Cousins and then you have Isaiah Thomas Wade LeBron Love and Boogie is your starting five that's wow. pretty legit all star all star team yeah that's so nice what uh, Jay? What you have? Who'd you have as your first coach to get fired? Jeff Hornacek, New York Knicks. Uh, yes, that's what I said too. Very nice. Yeah, I think the Knicks are gonna suck, uh, and that fan base and that media, not gonna put up with it. Who'd you have music? The mayor, Hoiberg. Hoiberg. <laughs> uh, already, already the first first day of practice, or sorry, uh, day before the first game, and uh, there, there's fights going on. So he gone. Don't you think that they'd probably get rid of Garpax first? I mean, their front office. Never. <laughs> just keep them rolling and just bring in a new coach. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's a good call. My uh, dark horse is out. I don't know if he's really a dark horse, but Alvin Gentry is my other pick. Mm. Pelicans, if they start to crumble, I don't think Gentry's that good of a coach. Good dude, but uh, I think he might get canned too. All right. Uh, for our final thoughts, Booker, we're going to give you some time if you want to talk about the Cavs. It's your jizz time. Go ahead. Yeah, we've we've already touched on a lot of it. Uh, just real quick, first off, I want to say it's pretty sad to see Richard Jefferson go. Uh, he was kind of a glue, he was a real big glue guy there, and uh, 
started that podcast, which has turned into quite a hit, and uh, his Snapchat social media is pretty pretty enjoyable to watch. Um, <laughs> so I was sad to see him go. But this year, I mean, it's all about depth. We just talked about LeBron's probably the deepest team he's he's had, and it'll be a feel out process. They're probably not going to give a shit about how many games they win. I'm thinking probably two or three seed for them. Um, you know, a lot of those guys will probably rest and and that sort of crap. But I'm excited to see what happens with Isaiah coming back in December and then him getting kind of installed in the offense there. And then I, I, I'm really curious to see what they do with that pick, if they hang on to it or if they try to dangle it with one of these other role guys and send it and try to get another uh, another big star. And I know Zach Lowe is, is big on it, and there's a couple other media guys out there that are big on it. But I honestly, and it's probably blinders talking, but at the moment, I don't see how or why LeBron would, would go play anywhere else after this year. You know, I think after the end of this year, I'll probably sign another one-year deal, depending on how it all pans out. But it just you, you look at some of the other suitors out there, it just doesn't make sense if, and we all know it is, winning is the most important thing right now. <laughs> um, this is the deepest team, and the easiest path for him to get there going out west is, is, is a death sentence right now. So I think he he's just gonna stay right where he is. Probably sign another one year deal, um, and bring a lot run probably a lot of the guys back. You know they might have to shuffle some guys depending on how the how the rest of the season shakes out. Um, but yeah, those are the big takeaways. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. See our river that catches on fire. It's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. We see the sun almost three times a year. This guy has at least two DUIs. The flats look like a Scooby-Doo ghost town. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy's based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Our main export is crippling depression. We're so retarded that we think this is art. It could be worse though, at least we're not Detroit. We're, We're not, not Detroit. Detroit. Go Cavs. Yeah, it should be an interesting season. I think that, uh, you know, the LeBron, will he leave, won't he leave, that'll kind of hang over them. Um, but otherwise, like you said, I think they got such an easy path. It doesn't even really matter what kind of other distractions could come up. Uh, I think they might just waltz over there to the finals. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about OKC for a couple minutes, obviously. Uh, pretty erect about them. Made the big moves for uh, Mello and PG. So they got a starting lineup of PG, Russ, Mello, Steven Adams, and Roberson. Uh, so they can defend, they can shoot, they can score. Uh, depth is a little sketch. Uh, love Patrick Patterson. He's just a veteran. Uh, he can stretch the floor. Raymond Felton's a solid backup point guard. But then after that, you got Alex Abrinas, Kyle Singler, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Um, so that's not as great. Uh, they're 47-35 last year. This kind of feels more like the 2015-2016 season when they finished 55 and 27, third in the West, but then lost to Golden State in seven. That's just kind of the vibes I'm getting. Uh, obviously, Russ isn't going to get 31, 10, and 10 again because he's going to have to give up to Melo and PG. But PG had his best points per game, free throw percentage, and field goal percentage last year. Um, I think he might be able to do better still in free throw and field goal percentage because he's going to get some better looks. Um, and then Olympic Mello is just going to be uh, yoking some threes out on the wing. So excited to watch him. Uh, I think they can do good things. The, the depth is kind of my only concern. 
music you have anything you want to talk about Christos Porzingis the Pacers anything like that I love the the unicorn uh, Porzingis but <laughs> we'll do a little sirs talk <laughs> all right good what are the what did the sirs look like without PG 13 it's gonna be weird they added our boy Boyan uh, Darren Collison for the second time uh, right Corey Joseph <laughs> fart TJ Leaf uh, I think I kind of like TJ Leaf Sabonis, obviously in the trade, and uh, my favorite, the oldest sack of all, Damian Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually is older than me, so yeah, Pacers lose. What is he, 37? Well, I think he is 38, and I just turned 38 yesterday, so. so he's got you by a couple days? Yeah. Do you think they hit the wow. over uh, over under of 31 and a half? Yeah, I think they hit. I, I think they go over. I think they I think, go slightly over as well. I think they're probably in the mid 30s, uh, maybe 37 if they're really lucky. Said bye bye to lots of wonderful people: Aaron Brooks, Monte Ellis, of course PG, CJ Miles. Uh, he could get the fuck out of here. And R.I.P. <laughs> always remember this: George's Niang. Uh, with a Tim, uh, was he at the draft party or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Tim was rising. Uh, oh, I remember that. Pacers just need Turner to develop, and maybe Vic. He, Vic finally got the opportunity to, to shine. Maybe he'll live up to expectations uh, being drafted. Was he two or three? Two. Draft two, yeah. They, I could see them being a seven or eight seed in the East, but I'm guessing they end up in the 10 spot. Yeah, that sounds about right. Here's the real question about the Pacer season. Uh, when's, when's the first game we're rising at the Sun King Day? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We probably need to look at a calendar. Yeah. Martindale hit me up today. Oh, nice. Um, Sunday the 29th against the Spurs, a 4.30, nice little afternoon, Sunday fun day. That sounds good. Think about it. Uh, one other thing that I really thought about is uh, Lance, our boy, the eighth grader. <laughs> you know, They've, I've read things where they're asking him to have a leadership role. That's kind of scary. Lance is your leader. And what's, what does Lance do when he when he walks down the court and he looks up that tunnel and Larry Bird's not sitting there? I mean, that's his guy. So Lance could just run wild. You know what? They asked him to be a leader. I think he's born ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Um, well, yeah, Pacers, Pacers season should be good. They're 1-0. Uh, I thought the Brooklyn game tonight would be a good litmus test for them. So happy to see them score a bunch of points and get off to a good start. Hopefully one of us is getting off to a good start in DFS. Yeah. Uh, hit hit Maybe, one of us up. If, if Hopefully one of us are and Chad is not. Yeah, Chad is not. Um, but shout out to Chad for letting us have some NBA talk here on this pod. <laughs> uh, we love you, Commission. Thanks, so Chad. That, thank you so much. Um, but also, yeah, hit also, some of us up quick, if you want to play DFS. Shout out to Wendell for winning the night one. Shout out, Wendell. Correct, yeah. He, uh, Looks like nice he's leading roster. right now. Chad is leading? Uh, Wendell oh, is Wendell's leading, leading again. Maybe Wendell's a real uh, NBA DFS. guru. He be the guru. <laughs> Very nice. All right, well, we'll wait. on the next slide. Let's, uh, let's wrap this uh, thing up here. One bold player prediction and one bold team prediction. Booger, what do you got? Uh, my one bold player prediction, real quick. John Wall finishes top three in MVP. My one bold team prediction, long shot, Atlanta Hawks and Sacramento Kings both make the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> that's very bold. I love it. 
Did you take the Kings over for us, hopefully? I don't know. Probably not. Oh, <laughs> uh, you did. I think you, I did. you took I them over 29, so that's good. Put your money where your mouth's at. That's easy. That's easy. I'm all in on the Kings. Nice. Well, I'll do the Kings as well as my team. I think I had them as miss slightly missing the playoffs and maybe as an eight or maybe a nine or eight uh, i can't remember but winning more games than the lakers everyone's really high on the lakers but i'm more high on the kings for my player i think Giannis averages a triple double this year oh um but and doesn't win mvp so i mean last year i think he let him in uh or had career highs in minutes points field goals rebounds assists blocks steals 18 games last year where he scored at least 30 or above. I don't know. He balls out. I love him. I like that call. Um, Let's hear it, Jay. All right. My one bold player prediction. I don't think these guys are making the playoffs, so I don't really know how it's – and my phone just fucking turned off. Um, sorry, Booker. Um, so we'll wrap it up here. But the one bold player prediction, Mike Conley makes his first all-star Ooh. game at 30 years old. Don't know how it's going to happen necessarily because the West is so dang deep. Yeah. But I just wish he'd Always get the respect too, yeah. he deserves. Uh, so I'm going to say he's going to make the All-Star team. And then the bold team prediction, Dallas Mavericks, worst team in the Western Conference. Ooh. Sorry, Cubes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, my phone shut out, shut off. Um, so I <laughs> Sorry, Booker. That's probably, uh, that's the end probably of it. a good uh, sign for us to end it up. But uh, looking forward to a good season. Hit up the cell if you want to go see the Pacers. Yeah. Um, hit up the cell for DFS and everything else. Or if you want to watch the League Pass, just come on over to Whitestown. <laughs> Might have to do that every once in a while. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, maybe All-Star break-ish. Maybe we, maybe we get frisky, we'll do another one. There we go. In between then. Oh, I love it. Um, all right. Do I say Pirate Life for me for this one? Sure. Play that outro, Joe. Peace. Peace.